Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Uh, Let's open up with our prayer and jump right in. Lord, we love you today. We praise you today. We thank you for this beautiful Wednesday morning. God, in the midst of it all, we are grateful. God, we are grateful, God, that you're you're bringing us out. You're bringing us over. We're grateful, God, just simply because you are God and you're worthy to be praised. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our shortcomings. God, we ask you, God, to have your way in this space. Meet us in this space. Touch in this space. Heal in this space. And oh, Lord, when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all of the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So this morning, um, our scripture is found in Ephesians, the uh, fourth uh, chapter, um, kind of going to be looking at Ephesians, the fourth chapter, uh, kind of starting with the uh, the uh, the 17th uh, verse, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse 17, um, and kind of going down through, um, um, you know, verse 32, we may or may not get all the way to the end in our time. But if you're taking notes or you're following along, we're kind of going to be talking through Ephesians, the fourth chapter, uh, verse um, uh, 17 um, um, through 32. And I will read um, 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 just a a couple of those verses to start us off and then we'll jump in. Ephesians 4 uh, verse 17 reads, with the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Gentiles, uh, uh, for they are hopelessly confused. Then going on to verse 18, uh, their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. Verse 20, but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sin for nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature created to be like uh, God, truly righteous and holy. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse 17 through 32. And I stopped my reading at verse 23. Um, And I just want to use as a subject for this morning, undoing what was done to me undoing what was done to me. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, we'll be looking at verses uh, ranging between verse 17, you know, down towards the end of the chapter, I think at verse uh, 30 through. Um, when I was um, a student, young man growing up in in, in Bessemer, Alabama, he used to love to go out and, and, and play outside, play, in the, play near the woods, play in the woods sometimes. And one time as I was doing so, I ran into what we call down in Alabama, a sticker bush. Y'all call them a sticker bush, wherever you're from, or a briar patch or whatever the case may be. And when I ran into that thing, oh my goodness, it was the most, it was the most interesting moment because first and foremost, it hurt. Uh, second, uh, I, I had to uh, deal with the fact now I had all these little stickers, all these little thorns in my clothes and some of them were uh, were in, in, in my flesh. And as I was in the middle of this uh, sticker bush and I had all these thorns in my clothes and in my flesh, 
I had to uh, figure out how in the world am I going to deal with this. Every time I move, uh, it would stick me. Every time I would try to get out, it would be painful. How in the world that I, am I going to deal with this daggum sticker bush uh, that is in my clothes and in some parts is in my skin and this is not looking good. Well, the first thing I had to do, uh, despite the pain of it all, I had to come from out, out of the sticker bush. I had to get up out of the brow patch. I had to come from out, out of the thorns. I had to come from out of the bush. And then second thing I, ha I had to do, I had to start the painful process of moving all of the things that I collected when I was in the sticker bush, all the things that I collected when I was in that briar patch, I had to start pulling out the little thorns, you know, one by one. And it took some time. And I think there were two biblical lessons here as we get into our text that I want to share with you today. If you're going to undo um, in it, what was done to you, uh, because I want to be honest with you, the reason this devotion is on my heart is because there are so many believers that God wants to do great things in your life right now. So many believers that God is trying to do a new thing with you. He's trying to mold you and shape you. Uh, but in order for you to receive that, in order for you to walk in that, you have to undo what was done um, to you. You have to undo uh, what was done um, to you. What do I mean by that? That means that perhaps you uh, or winning your own spiritual spiritual uh, sticker bush, right? Perhaps you were even, even, maybe even thrown in your own spiritual sticker bush. Perhaps, um, you know, bereavement came suddenly, um, on your, on your, on, on you without warning. And you were, you had pains in your flesh as a, as a person who was stuck with thorns, perhaps, you know, sickness or anything that we can think of, you were thrown into this sticker bush. And just like me as a child, you got to do the same thing. I know you've been stuck. I know you're dealing with this pain. I know you got these thorns in your flesh and all in your clothes, the first thing you have to do, you got to come out of the bush. In other words, you got to come out of whatever's been sticking you. You have to undo what's been done to you. So you can't undo it until you come out of it. And that's one of the things I hope to bless you with today is remind you to come out of the sticker bush first, right? So once you come out of it, then guess what we can do? We can start that painful process of moving all the thorns. We can start that painful process of removing everything that, that, that was uh, done to you because it's time to undo it so that you can be who God has called you to be. And that's what we see uh, in the text in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, starting with verse 17. We see the apostle Paul writing to the to the church at, you know, at Ephesus, encouraging them uh, to be who God had called, had called them to be. But in order for them to be who God had called them to be, they had to undo uh, some things that had been done uh, to them. In verse 17, uh, Paul speaks with the Lord's authority. He says this, no longer live as Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. We understand that Gentiles are, are non-Jewish people. So essentially anybody who wasn't a Jew was considered a Gentile, but it was more to being a Gentile than just that. Uh, the, the individuals who were uh, non-Jews, these Gentiles were individuals who did not have a relationship with God. They were they were individuals who did not follow God's laws. They didn't. They were individuals who didn't follow God's statutes or decrees. Uh, ironically, even though the Jews uh, were uh, of God and they were um, supposed to be following God's laws and decrees, and, more, and when you look at the Bible, you will discover something. Um, half the time, they were just as bad as the Gentiles. They weren't following God's laws either. So, what was the big difference? This the fact that the Jews were chosen at that time 
time and the Gentiles were not. And because they were not chosen and they were not in relationship with God, uh, Paul said that they lived a life of hopeless confusion. And I want, and so Paul said that uh, in order for the Jews, in order for those who God has called uh, to, 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 to live with a life full of hope and to, to, to live a life full of certainty, uh, certain things had to been to had to be undone that were done to them. What were what what was done to the Gentiles? Well, uh, what was done to them is that they had no relationship uh, with God because of sin. Sin did it. Sin separated them uh, from a relationship with God. So if they were going to be uh, who God had called him to be, they had to come out of sin, come out of the stick of bitch and learn how to accept Jesus as Lord into their life. And that's how they were going to undo the sin that was done to them. And I want to encourage you today. Um, don't let sin be your undoing, right? Don't let uh, your, your, your proclivities of yesterday be your undoing. If you're going to be who God has called you to be, uh, I want to encourage you to undo uh, what's been done to you. But Paul goes on in verse 18, he talks about the danger uh, of, of the mind of an individual that is still dealing with the sting of what was done to them. He says, what happens is when you're dealing with the sting, whether it's sin, whether it's abuse, whether you're dealing with whatever has come upon you and you have yet to undo what was done to you, he says, what happens in verse, verse 18 to the Gentiles is, there, is that their mind were full of darkness. They wandered far from the life God gave, gives because they had closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. Verse 19, they had no sense of shame. They lived for lustful pleasure and eagerly practiced every kind of impurity. And I want to talk to you all because not because the purpose of this devotional is to, is to beat us down. That's never the purpose. The purpose is to lift us up. But I have to acknowledge that many of us are who are believers are walking around, if I can say it how I feel it, as with a mind uh, that is sometimes full of darkness. We wandered away from the life that God God has called for us. It's tight, but it's right. We 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 we've closed our minds and then we've hardened our hearts to God. Why? Because some things have happened to us. Why? Because some things are happening to us. Why? Because we haven't gotten over yesterday. Why? Because we're still dealing with certain strongholds. And all I'm trying to tell you is now is the time. Now is the season. Not 2022. Right now is the moment where God is saying you have a chance to undo everything that was done um, uh, to you. Every weapon that has come against you. Everything that has been has caused your mind to be filled with darkness, everything that has caused you to close your heart um, to love, everything that has caused you to close your heart um, to God, everything that has caused you to turn away from the life that God has called you to live and to, to chase after things that are no good uh, for you. Sometimes we chase after lustful pleasures and, and things of impurity because uh, of what has happened to us. And so I want this to be a moment of deliverance for you to today uh, because God is saying that he wants to undo everything that has been done to you that keeps you from being who God has called you to be. I truly believe if we can if we can work really hard to change the life of the, the mindset of the believer that our lives would change. I truly believe that if we start to think about things totally different, but it ain't easy y'all because all of our minds deal with struggles. Y'all holler at me this morning if you want to be honest with me and say every last one of our minds deal with darkness, every one of 
of our minds deals with uncertainty. Every life, every one of our minds deals with insecurity. Paul was talking to a group of believers and said, you've been called now. The difference between the Gentile and the Jew is the, Jew is the call. And God is saying, now everybody has been called who has accepted Jesus as Lord. I've come for not just a select few. I've come for everybody uh, who accepts me as Lord. And now that you have been called, you can walk in, in, in the liberty and freedom of Christ Jesus. So how do we undo uh, what is done for us? If you believe with my, my thesis, if you believe with my premise that every last one of us have, have had some things done to us, we've had divorce done to us, we had heartbrokenness done to us, we walked in sin, we've been thrown in sin, everything, every one of us, we have a yesterday, we have a past, we have generational curse, curses, every last, we have sickness in the body, every last one of us have some things that are not like God that have been done to us, and today we're saying we have an opportunity to undo everything that has been done to us. And Paul says, I got the, I got the prescription for you. I got the hookup. Holly, you hear me? Paul says it like this in verse 23. He says, instead, I like when there's a but or, and instead it kind of reminds us that something different is about to happen. So he acknowledges the fact that we have these struggles, but he said, these struggles don't have to guide us anymore. Your mind doesn't have to be dark. You don't have to think about things the same way, because if you think about things the same way, you're going to always get the same results. Shout out to somebody right now that's looking for a different result. Here goes Paul. Paul telling us how we can get a res different result in our life. Is there anybody? Y'all wake up. Y'all talk to me. Is there anybody wanting a different result in life right now? I don't know about you, but you want a little bit more. You want greater. You know that God has, has even more. You're thankful. You're really thankful for what God has done, but you know you know, God is not finished with you yet. And, and, and Paul is saying, I want to talk to you in the spirit about how you can experience him more. So it's instead right? He says, uh, of, of letting uh, sin and instead of letting yesterday and instead of letting uh, strongholds uh, hold you, he said, instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. I told you, it's all in the mind, right? I, I know we are an emotional uh, people. I know uh, we all have our emotions. I know we all get in our feelings. But Paul says that if you're going to undo everything that has been done to you, whether it was your fault or somebody else's fault, or it was a or something that you inherited in your bloodline, he said, let the spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. And I want everybody that's talking to me today to think about a situation that's before you and think about how you have been dealing with it, right? Have, have you had a, the right thought about it? Think about your own workflow on the job, if that's where your challenge is. Thinking about your own marriage, if that's where the challenge is. Uh, what has your thought process been? Has your thought process always been the same and you're continuing to see the same results? You do the same daggum thing every daggum day. Paul said, instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts. I'm praying that God will renew my thoughts so that he can do a new thing in my life. Hallelujah. So he can do a new thing in my family. Hallelujah. So he can do a new thing in my spirit. So God, I'm praying right now that you renew the thoughts of my sisters and brothers and their attitudes. Some of y'all got some funky attitudes <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes it's because of some things that have happened to you. I've discovered that people with funky attitudes are usually not funky people. They just had some funky experiences, right? And so, so today we're saying that even though you may have had a funky experience that made you have a funky attitude, you're not a funky person. You are a child of the Most High God. And Paul is saying, now it's time to undo what has been done to you that made you be bitter. It's trying to undo what uh, that has been done to you that made you a heart to love. It's trying to undo what has been done to you that keeps you up in the midnight hour. How do we do it? He says, let the spirit 
spirit renew your thoughts and attitude. Verse 24, he says, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. That's why the scripture reminds us over and over that any, any man, any woman be in Christ, we are what? A new creature, right? And so I'm praying as that scripture declares that old things are passed away as we try to undo every harm that has been done to us, as we try to undo every abuse uh, that has been done to us, as we try to undo every letdown, every disappointed, everybody that left us hanging, as we try to undo these things, uh, Paul says, put on our new nature. Our new nature is being clothed with the spirit of God uh, in everything that we do, every thought that we have, every action that we take, every move that we make is guided by the Holy Spirit. And Paul tells us when you put on this new nature, when you walk with the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, happiness, patience, and goodwill, and, and all of those things. In, in verse 25, he says, I can know, I'll know when you've started to undo uh, what, 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 what has been done to you, because first thing he tells us that we'll stop lying so much. If what he say in verse 25 is amazing. When you just walk through the passage of scripture, it forces you to deal with some stuff. He says, some of us, uh, because what we've been through, we got into a habit of trying to lie and we try and, and try to fake it until we make it, if you will. But Paul said that if you, if you want you walk in the new newness of the spirit, he said, you'll stop telling lies. He said, you'll start walking in the truth. I'm in verse 26. And then he says this in verse 26, not only will your change, but only will you speak truth to power when you start to undo everything that has been done to you. He says in verse 26, your anger will no longer control you. And he even warns us, don't let the sun go down while you are still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil. I was recently talking to someone uh, just the other day and I said, let me tell you something about anger and, and, uh, and I want to help somebody to undo what was done to them because you've been walking in anger and today's devotional is saying it's time to undo what made you angry. It's trying to undo everything that has you walking around bitter, right? Let me tell you what it's like. I told somebody the other day, imagine being a mountain climber, right? And you are climbing the mountain and you know at the top of the mountain is every promise that the Lord has for you. You know at the top of the mountain is everything that you've been working for your entire life. At the top of the mountain is the vision that God is uh, is giving you. At the top of the mountain is all everything that you need in the name of uh, Jesus. And you've been climbing this mountain and it's going well. The struggle has been real, but as you are climbing the mountain, something happens to you on that mountain. Maybe somebody lied on you. Maybe somebody mistreated you on that mountain. Maybe somebody let you down while you were climbing the mountain. You didn't stop climbing, but now you've gotten angry. And the Bible says, as you are climbing the mountain, that's my phrase of it, but as you are climbing the mountain and you have and you become angry, you have given the devil a foothold. Well, what is a, a foothold? It's kind of like you're you're halfway up, but at the bottom of the at the base of the mountain is your adversary, the enemy. And every time you get angry, you're giving him a foothold. You know what a foothold is. Imagine trying to climb a mountain. If you know anything about climbing, you know you need somewhere to put your hand and you need somewhere to put your feet. And if you're going to climb a mountain, you got to have a foothold. That's how I see it. And I hope you can envision this with me uh, just for the sake of catching this point so I can help you. And so it's like you're being a mountain climber and you give the devil a foothold. In other words, you give him some leverage so he can grab onto something so he can climb. And every time, as long as you stay angry, 
guess what? Uh, he's able to catch up to you while you are on that mountain. As long as you are staying angry, you give him another foothold. As long as you stay angry, you give him something else to grab on to. And after a while, you stay angry long enough, he catches up to with you as you are halfway to the place that God would have you to be. As you've almost made it to the peak of the mountaintop, your adversary then caught up with you. And guess what? And when he catches you, he didn't catch up with you to pass you. Mm -mm, he don't even have the desire to pass you. He is caught up with you to grab you by your ankle and pull you back down to the mountain, He up to, back down to the base of the mountain. He's caught up with you to grab you and pull you back from the promises of God. And as long as we are dealing with anger because we have not had the ability to undo the thing that caused us to be angry in the first place, we give the enemy a foothold. To, and as we give him a foothold, he's able to grab hope to us, stop our process and pull us back from the, from the promises and plans that God has for our life. So I just want to encourage somebody, undo whatever it is that has caused you to be angry because all you're doing is giving an adversary a, a opportunity. You're allowing him to catch up with you. And if he catches you, make no mistake about it. He's going to try to pull you away from everything that God has. So Paul says, don't even let um, anger, don't let, and don't, don't, don't even let the sun go down on your on, on, on while you're angry. Is there somebody uh, that you need to, 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 to make peace with today? Is there somebody that you need to get it right with today? Last Sunday, we talked about forgiveness and the Lord moved in a mighty way, but I want to also talk about anger. Is there something or something or someone that you're angry angry with? Is there somebody that has hurt you? Do you need to reach out to that person and say, you hurt me? And then we can talk about those things together because what we do, if we don't talk about it, if we don't deal with it, we'll never undo uh, what has happened to us. And if we fail to undo it, the Bible says what? We have given our enemy a uh, foothold. Paraphrasing and we're going to be done here in a minute. Paul goes on to say, when you have a shifting in your life, he says, if you are a thief, you should have to quit stealing. He goes on to say, you ought to use your hands for good and hard work and be generous to uh, others. And then he even talks about language. Paul says, listen, as you're going to undo what has been done to you, you're going to stop cussing folk out. He said in verse 29, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful. So you have to remi remind yourself as you are, as God is undoing what has been done to you, you will discover uh, your, 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 you, you changing. You will discover your language shifting. You will discover uh, your treatment of others um, 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 changing. And finally, in verse 31 and 32, and we leave on verse 31 and 32, to, well, as we undo everything that has been done to us, verse 31 and 32 simply say this, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Verse 32, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And I want to encourage you today as you undo everything that has been done to you, as you revisit this Ephesians, the uh, fourth chapter, it talks about what it is to walk in the light of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It, it talks about what it is to walk in spiritual authority. But I really just want to remind you of that verse early on. I believe it was around verse uh, 17 through uh, 18 uh, that really just talked about the, the, the mind, right? And I pray that in this season that God will heal some minds right now. But because if we start to think about things differently, there is no limit to what you can do. Our minds are incredible. God gave us these minds that have the ability to come up with cre uh, cures for cancer. God has given us these minds that have the ability to, to come up with all types of new innovations and new in inventions, but there's too much stuff that has been blocking the mind. There's too much things that have happened to the mind. There's too much uh, abuse in the mind. There, there, there's too much stress.
stress on the mind. And so what I'm praying is that God will undo what has happened to your mind. God will undo what has happened to your heart. God will undo all of the negative things so that you can think we need your mind. You have a brilliant mind. We need that mind. You got sister. We need that mind. You got brother so that you can be who God has called you to be and you can do what God has called you to do in the name of Jesus. It's prayer time. Y'all I'm praying today that the Holy Spirit will move in our life and undo what has been done to you and undo what has been done um, 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 to me so that God uh, can be glorified and so that the devil may be terrified because there is greatness in you, King. There is greatness in you, Queen. There is greater that is commanded for you. And I just want to remind you over and over again that we have to be uh, in this state of healing. And that's why today we're really talking about healing for your mind through the spirit of our Lord, healing for your body through the spirit of our Lord. And I pray that each and every one of you can receive this healing on the day and that God will undo whatever has been done to you. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We thank you today, God. We thank you for the move that is transpiring in this place. God, every last one of us, God, have proclivities. Every last one of us to have things in our heart and in our mind, God, that are not necessarily like you. But every time we come before you, every time we kneel before you, every time we gather before you, God, we are coming because we know that you are in a, is a process of you making us over again. God, I thank you for last week's healing. I thank you for last year's healing. But God, we are coming before you right now, God, because we need to be healed afresh. God, it's kind of like the individual God who was blind and he received a touch from you, Father God. And the first touch healed in part way, Father God. But you set it up and so and you taught us that sometimes we need to be touched again. And so he was touched the second time and he could, his sight was fully restored. And there's somebody here right now, Father God, they've heard this word before about their mind, Father God. And I thank you uh, for touching their mind in part. But there's somebody, God, that needs to be touched again. Touch their mind, Father God. Touch their thought process. Let them learn to think uh, freely, God. Let them learn to think clearly, God. Undo every hurt. Undo every harm. Undo every uh, spirit of anxiety, every spirit of depression. Undo everything that has come against them in the name of Jesus, God. Undo everything that is not like you uh, that has been done to them. Heal right now in the name of Jesus. Touch right now like only you can. Set free uh, right now like only you can. God, we praise you today. We honor you today. We love you today. We worship you today. God, we just thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you're going to do. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together. Amen. 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 Listen, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.